0: Hello and welcome to Indie Comic Ninja. I'm your host, Dexter Jacobs. This is episode 0C, another throwback. This interview with Jet Falco is, in fact, I believe, the last interview that I did before the hiatus. Um, It was a fun interview. He's a good friend, uh, I would say, where I met him at a con. I showed him to his table. I was the guy who got to show people to their tables uh, the day before the, the con started. Uh, and he was one of the first people I met and it was a, it was a fun inter- uh, conversation, I guess at the time I wasn't interviewing him it was a conversation, just getting to know him. Uh, it was his first con, uh, he was bright eyed, bushy tailed. And all these years later, you go to a con, you see him and he is still bright eyed, bushy tailed, fun guy to talk to. Uh, if you live in the Midwest, I wholeheartedly recommend once cons start back up again, trying to find one that he is at. Uh, and he's going to be at one, I'm sure. Cause he is all over the place, uh, at least around here. Um, so head over to a con near you. Try to find Jed if you can. Um, but in the meantime, head over to his website, dreamersecho.com and read his webcomic. It is fantastic. It's a fantasy uh, RPG, like old, I don't know, Final Fantasy feeling, RPG feeling web. Comic, uh, it's fantastic. If you enjoy that sort of thing, which I I know I do, I uh, own the two volumes that he has in print, uh, and I recommend finding those for yourself as well. Head over to DreamersEcho.com. You can uh, also find him on Instagram uh, at JetFalco or Twitter at the the JetFalco. Uh, and uh, not mentioned in this interview. Uh, this summer, so pretty soon as it's spring, I believe, uh, he's going to be having an audio drama prequel to Dreamer's Echo called Mondrea Memories. So head over to his website, read up on that webcomic, and get yourself prepared for this prequel audio drama. This is a guy who really knows how to do audio. He has um, he has soundtracks for his comics. He has a YouTube channel where he teaches you uh how to do a lot of things with comics, uh or just generally entertains people. Um and so this audio drama is something I know I am looking forward to and cannot wait for. So uh without further ado, here's a conversation with Jet Falco. And once that's over you, you know, head over to his website, dreamersecho.com and read that webcomic. Here he is. <laughs> heard of jet falco it's probably because you're not from uh the midwest i suppose mm. i don't know how prolific you are
1: uh, midwest is good okay uh, i haven't really spread out gotten stretched my legs yeah as much as i'd like to as of yet
0: okay we'll see. yeah yeah but um i guess you i mean the thing is is you have a web comic mm-hmm. so in theory you are worldwide yeah uh since you're on the World Wide web guess so you could say that uh-huh yeah. uh-huh uh-huh um so <laughs> so uh, I guess uh, first off, let's just just tell us about um your webcomic, what it is, uh, and then we can go from there.
1: All right, yeah. Well, thank you for having me, Dex. Yeah. It's, a, it's an honor. Um yeah, all right. So, Dreamer's Echo is the title of my webcomic, and it's about uh, a world that has been robbed of their abilities to dream, and dreams were pretty powerful back then. They could build, they could create, they could destroy. But uh, all in all, if you use the power right, you could live in harmony with the world, and everything was great. But suddenly, that power gets taken away, and then for a thousand years, not a dream was had. And a thousand years later, this kid walks. He wakes up from a dream, and it's it's pretty tra- traumatizing actually, <laughs> because it's actually the first nightmare. So. He wakes up from the first nightmare, and all these questions arise in his head, and he just has to get out, and he has to chase it and find out what exactly it means.
0: Yeah, I think, uh, like, the first time I read your comic, or at least maybe the first time you described it to me, it didn't quite click in my head yeah. um, what it meant, that, like, nobody has dreamt for yeah. a thousand years. Because then, like, when I when I read, like, the that nightmare sequence, I was mm. just kind of like, yeah, that kind of, that's scary. I've had some <laughs> pretty bad nightmares, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I just I don't understand why he's reacting the way he's reacting to such right. a I mean, just a nightmare. But then like, yeah, I was uh I think when you did the Kickstarter and I was like watching your your video mm. for it, I was just like, Oh wait, no one has had a dream in yeah, a thousand years. Exactly. And the first one is like somebody dies. <laughs> yep, yep. It's <laughs> pretty it's, traumatic. And it's the dreamer mm-hmm. who dies. I mean, that's in the first like what Yeah, three yeah. Three it's no it's not no, a no spoiler. real spoilers. Um so uh, yeah, I mean, we usually have to give a, a spoiler, a warning that we're that it's a spoiler podcast, but we're not going to spoil anything. Yeah, because I want people to read your comic.
1: We'll, we'll spoil maybe the tip of the iceberg, but yeah, there's still a lot of good stuff left over yeah. for you guys to read. So.
0: Well, and uh, which maybe even gets me uh, it. it Made me think, I guess, of your inspiration for this. And right. I think it's what really drew my attention was that it's it's loosely based, I guess, on JRPGs, at mm-hmm. least, at least a lot a lot of the style for sure of the com- of the illustration style, and um, but even just kind of the feel of the story. It's very JRPG, um, yeah. and so hopefully, in true form with that, you're going to have a lot of twists and turns. Oh yeah, definitely. And it's going to be epic, mm. uh, which it already seems pretty epic with what you have. And, <laughs> and um, I don't know. I guess. I don't know why I'm talking about it. Uh, so <laughs> why don't you speak to, uh, I guess, like what your um, inspiration being JRPGs and, and I know you're into steampunk mm-hmm. um, and that, that is, has something to do with the comic as well. So mm-hmm. uh, what is it that has inspired this story for you? Or yeah, that.
1: Yeah. Like you said, you know, JRPGs, for those who don't know what JRPG stands for, it's a Japanese role playing game similar to uh, the big ones like Final Fantasy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Chrono Trigger, the ones that really, you know, kind of...
0: Those are the two that matter. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Those are the big ones, the big hitters. And um, yeah, it's it, JRPGs were a huge part of the inspiration of Dreamers Echo because mm-hmm. when a, a story is told in, in classic JRPG style, the character wakes up and a problem arises and he's faced to... Uh, go fix the problem, you know, and become a hero, hopefully, by the end. <laughs> yeah, so, but then there's a bunch of twists and turns that happen. He needs to gather a select group of individuals that he can mesh with mm-hmm. and that uh challenge him. So uh, any sort of problems that arise on the way to becoming a hero will bring those twists and turns, but he has his, his inner party that he can rely on and grow with. So it's, it's a lot like playing a JRPG without mm-hmm. all the the level grinding and the experience and all that stuff.
0: You don't have chapters of just level grinding. <laughs> <laughs> Actually,
1: that is one thing I've been planning oh, in nice, the works. Nice. Is we're gonna have like a just a funny little uh, parody of a GARPG yeah. in, in one of the chapters where they're facing the typical, you know, level one monster. Yeah,
0: yeah. And
1: they have to face more and more and more and more until uh. they can finally get To the big baddie at the end of the dungeons, classic dungeon crawling yeah, chapter. Yeah, it
0: actually reminds me a lot. Uh, it's not a, it's a, which is maybe why I uh like your story so much, or at least the idea behind it is uh, a story that I'm writing and it's been a while since I picked it up, oh, awesome. but um, it's based off of like old Final Fantasy games, yeah. kind of trying to explain and it came from trying to explain like how summons could actually work, right? And how. Awesome like all these things like things like that and just how that world could actually work in a real physical way mm. um and part of the story was going to be like you know they're just kind of like walking in between towns and there's just like a <laughs> rabbit and yeah. and like one of the characters is he's from our world and mm. he kind of goes through this like gate of some sort um at some point and and so he's just kind of like oh cool a rabbit and but he's just like it's is that wearing a helmet? And then all of a sudden, like, one of the other guys is like, What? And then he just, like, kills it. Through the it. battle music? Yeah, and he just, like, kills it. And then next thing you know, he's, like, pilfering through, like, this little tiny bag yeah, yeah. that the rabbit has. And and then, like, the guy from our world is like, What are you doing? And he's like, Is that $50? $50. <laughs> you know, just stuff like that. Right. He's <laughs> like, what? what was this rabbit doing that with one, money? That sounds like a great story. You should, that's awesome. Well, it's not, I mean, that's it, not the main part of the story, but. But it's that's a good. But um, yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it's it's a pretty classic uh, JRPG kind of story right. where there's like a king who gets overthrown by uh, a guy who uh, doesn't like the king. Hmm. I'm trying to be really loose here. Yeah, <laughs> and not give away my story. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then and then you know once you kill him, hmm. it turns out that he was a puppet. Oh crap! And no, I just gave it away. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, I didn't. I didn't. But I mean, if you have ever played Final Fantasy. That's how Final Fantasy works. Yeah,
1: it, yeah, they stick to a lot of the you're, similar formulas.
0: Yeah, you're at the end of like the first disc, and you're like, "Wait, I'm fighting the boss already." <laughs> this doesn't. Oh, I see where you're going. Yeah, Final there it is.
1: There it is. You gotta uh, plant the seed, you know, just so yeah. like it, it, whenever it comes back up, the reoccurring theme of the the boss, yeah. like you want him to, you want to connect with him. So that's, yeah. that's good.
0: Well, and if you're not, uh, also just if you're not like older than thirty, which I don't know how old you are. <laughs> that's but... close um, yeah maybe 28 i'll say maybe 25 depends on how anyway uh (laughs) you said it video game (laughs) video games used to come on discs right um and before that they were cartridges but Mm. when they were discs specifically they were usually like three or four for (laughs) right for the rpgs um especially final fantasy yeah four discs actually i imagine (laughs) everyone who listens to us is probably around that age range yeah yeah i
1: could see that i don't know
0: maybe not i hope it's the, gamut. the little
1: kids are listening. They, so, they feel bad
0: for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: They just download their stuff. You don't have Steam?
0: Yeah. When did Steam start? <laughs> and then there's me. He's like, so can I get a Steam console?
1: Which I think is a I thing. Do, yes.
0: yeah. uh, Steam box. Or you can build your own pretty easily, I'm told. Oh, nice. I, don't I didn't know need. that. It's well, cool. it's basically you're just building a computer right. that only runs Steam. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, like, that's the only program you have installed. And I've heard
1: they try and run the, the price close to, like, buying a PS4 used. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, that's 400 I mean. bucks. so... Yeah.
0: so um, yeah. And if anyone actually knows what we're talking about, please don't tell us. Because um, <laughs> it's unnecessary. This is a comic book podcast. <laughs> right. Um, so, anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, why don't we get into your... Um, your your Kickstarter, because I think the interesting thing to me, kind of going off of this whole conversation Mm. about uh, the video games, Mm -hmm. is that you have a soundtrack for it, and you have a special term that you coined for this, and what is it? Sound comic. Sound comic. (laughs) It's Um, really,
1: really, uh, it's really, uh, what's complicated, yeah, it's very complicated, where you just take the sound from soundtrack, and the comic from comic. Uh you just put those together.
0: See, okay. You know, I was wondering if maybe you had to hire some higher level thinker. Types. Oh, I'm not going to give my secrets away. Um, yeah. Uh, like had to get a think tank for that or yeah. something, like a Fiverr think tank. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, we should oh, those totally fun. do a Fiverr think tank. You
1: know what you should do? We just f- make an entire comic book based on what you can do with Fiverr. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Just like have one guy come up with the, the basic premise. Well, and
0: then all we have to do is just have a Fiverr that sells that comic book. Yeah, for five dollars. <laughs> See what you can do on Fiverr. Oh yeah, that's great. I, I think people actually do that. I think people are going to steal this idea. Um, now. I'll edit it out. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so yeah, anyway, um, right, it's yeah. a sound.
1: It's a sound comic
0: comic mm-hmm. um and so i guess explain that because um i think i have a loose concept of what it is but and i'm really jazzed about it oh yeah me too um <laughs> but it's can funny. you I, I guess explain like the the process that you went through to make the sound comic um and then how we can then enjoy it as as a backer of the kickstarter
1: right well um my main goal well my main inspiration like i said before was mm-hmm. jrpgs and one thing that I that really stuck with me after playing the game and a lot of people can agree with this is the soundtrack. Like some yeah. people right now when you say what Final Fantasy song comes to mind when you think of Final <laughs> Fantasy?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the battle music and yeah.
1: that, the triumph at the end and all well, that. Art, yeah.
0: That was my
2: ringtone for a while.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's it's iconic. Yeah, yeah. Because you have this experience that it's it's difficult and it's challenging and then at the end you hear that Mm-hmm. triumphant fanfare and it's like wow I'm, that's going to stick with me forever now because mm-hmm. I relate it to my experience so that's what we're kind of doing with Dreamers Echo is we're trying to give them an experience with a, a unique story first of all like a video game mm-hmm. but also a, a unique uh, set of backing tracks that will hopefully stick with them We're working; I'm working together with a few other music producers and musicians that I've gotten to know throughout life to come up with some really unique Melodies that will ring true to stick with the experience of the comic. Mm-hmm. So we laid it out scene by scene. What does this scene feel like? It's a nightmare. So let's make the music intense. Let's make it. Let's make it scary. Mm-hmm. You know. Let's mm-hmm. make them think like, "Holy crap!" It's kind of like you're stuck in a dream in a dream in, a, in Inception. So you're gonna have like the Inception wah sort of sort of style. Yeah. 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 But uh, not totally like that, but I'm not stealing. <laughs> it's actually it, just the Inception <laughs> yeah, soundtrack. Yeah, we just we just completely just took the Inception soundtrack. There you go. Pay me. <laughs> Pay me for it. I know. No, no. no, no. Um, it's, it's totally original, which no. is good. Um, but something similar to that, but, you know, in a nightmare setting mm-hmm. that is in a JRPG universe, kind of. Right, so, okay. Yeah, so that's what we're... Uh, the big goal is to just create that atmosphere of you know what does it feel like to be in the game if this comic mm-hmm. was a game if i was playing it as a character i would want that music to to come out you know and to support yeah, yeah. my actions and and my triumphs so yeah that's awesome yeah it's, it's fun to make i've never done something this challenging before yeah having to lay out every scene and it's like a storyboard but right with music that you're creating at the same time it's,
0: it's really yeah <laughs> it'd be interesting then uh like, I feel like it might make it easier to shop it to some movie places or something. Yeah. <laughs> or to actually. production houses. Yeah. Um that's a thought. I need to find some friends <laughs> who make movies.
1: If you're listening. <laughs> and you happen to be with a big music movie studio. Don't <laughs> steal my work first of all. <laughs> <laughs> Email uh, me or something. We'll we'll, we'll work something out.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah that'll be jetfalco at indiecomic.net. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> I mean if you want me on your team that's that's cool
0: let's no, do it, let's um, do it <laughs> well and I think the, the nice thing about what I've heard about comic books I mean because the whole comics being made in movies right now yeah, is that yeah. like you already have the storyboard yeah, uh, exactly. So I think, like I've heard that, the, like that that's a good argument for like why they why producers are so eager to make comic books into movies. is just because it's kind of already it's easier, maybe. <laughs> right. It's an argument I've heard. And Now like, it's
1: even easier with Dreamers Echo. because exactly. You got another uh, another big step. It's
0: fewer with the people music. to pay because it's just you and whoever <laughs> right. else that already did it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I mean, we're just building the case. Yeah, um, there you go. No, but uh, I know I'm excited to, to hear that music, and you have samples on Kickstarter, right? Yeah,
1: we have one sample for Chapter Zero. It's just a little snippet that happens within the first scene and the second scene of Chapter Zero, so...
0: Okay, but, and I, I gave that a, a quick listen the other day, I think, and <laughs> it felt very j- like uh, old RPG right. feeling to it. It was... It, it was like immediately nostalgic having be, like for being new music, I suppose. Yeah, which that's, was really that's nice. awesome. I'm glad. Uh, and I enjoyed that. Cool. Um, <clears throat> I guess we're done now. <laughs> <laughs> let's wrap it up. <laughs> um, I think like what I wanted to get into then is just uh, you. You have a bit of a music background yourself, right? A little bit. You were, a little bit. You were in a band. Mm-hmm. Like, was it just the typical? Because I, I really don't know. I do. Okay, wait. Let's lay some groundwork here. Let's so do it the first time I met you. Was at the Midwest Comic Con in twenty fifteen? Fifteen. Yeah, I'm glad you remember. That. Yeah, that was so. my first con. Actually. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That, well, and that was the f- that was the first con where like I introduced where I was like trying to build up uh, a following for uh-huh. Indie Comic Ninja. Yeah. And at that time, it was supposed to become um, like a previews catalog for mm. indie comics, but uh, I, found, I found out art, art quickly that that is hard. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there are a lot of comics. And that not a lot of people were really listening to me, because, I don't know, like, just people, a lot of people didn't seem as interested as I I was interested. Uh, and then I found out that another company, um, can't think of what they're called now, hmm. Alterna, Alterna Comics, I think mm. they, they have one, yeah. uh, they have a thing called Make Mine Indie, which is oh, um, basically a previews thing, which, uh, I don't know, you should maybe... Have, Good look into to bring yeah, it in. Uh, i think it's a quarterly thing so for anyone paying attention uh alterna comics uh, just google it uh google make mine indie you can find it there um but you can submit your comics to be i think it's free i'm not, not sure um <laughs> sorry if it's not <laughs> uh but Nothing's once I, free. <laughs> yeah well, but once i realized that somebody else is doing it uh and doing a pretty good job of it uh, mm-hmm. this is a company that they've been publishing comics for kind of a while now and they have they've had Comics on bestseller lists, and they made a somebody made a movie about one of their comics, and oh, wow. whatever. So, uh, it, like, it was an indie film, but an indie comic should really be an indie film, yeah. In my opinion, um, unless yeah, you're yeah, like it's... famous. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So we yeah we met at the Midwest Comic Con in 2015, That's right. and I was uh, I volunteered and I was showing people their tables.
1: I remember that. And you I were the was, first person I talked to when I walked
0: in. Uh, well, that's good. Yeah, gave you gave me mean, my I was, wristband and that everything. That was supposed to be. <laughs>
1: um, Doing your job.
0: And, yeah, I sat you down and, uh, yeah, I asked you your name and I made fun of it. And, <laughs> it's fun. It's a funny name. Because um, uh, I immediately said, Fuckle Punch! <laughs>
1: that's one. And
0: then that's later long, I yeah. walked away and I was just like, I'm a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually,
1: you know, you're the first person to actually say that. And for some reason, when you said that, it, like caught on like random people just started saying
0: it <laughs> i introduced into the universe yeah it just you did. kind of rippled yeah yeah, yeah no, you were
1: the epicenter of that
0: uh, is... it's nice being the epicenter of something <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um but anyway then later that or the next day because i was or friday whatever it doesn't matter um uh so later in time mm-hmm. I, I you know came made my rounds and i was talking to people about this thing and you uh, you didn't have a comic to sell which really bummed me out because I really liked your interaction um
1: and yeah I was the one guy who didn't have a, a book to sell uh, that was fun yeah
0: well and then ever since then every time I saw you I was like you have a book to sell yet nope and, uh, and I know Tom I, I saw Tom's interview of you and he said the same thing yep <laughs> um so yeah, don't go see, Tom, don't watch Tom's interview of Jet. It's not good. It's actually <laughs> great. You should go watch it. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. He's good. He's a good host, you know. <laughs> he was, and you, we get to see uh, some of the three D. Yeah, if you want a, done, a sneak peek of the three D print is, cool.
1: that, uh, is on the big the the top tier of the Dreamers Echo uh, yeah, Kickstarter, which we'll get back to. Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah. So I came
0: that. around and I don't. I think he gave me like maybe a card or uh-huh. something, and then uh, a CD. And I realized just now I've never listened to that. Scene. Oh no,
1: no, no! Don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to it. That's well, why they were a dollar.
0: Well, and I remembered uh, too. Like as soon as you handed it to me, it was, I, my, you know, my instant reaction whenever anyone hands me music is, is it good? Um, and I was just like, why did I just ask the person who made it, is it good? And but I think I, your reaction was even I kind said, of like, I think, I think I said no. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought you were joking, but then I wasn't sure, and then I got mixed into a pile of just stuff I kind oh, of yeah. forgot about, so. I'll listen to Mm. it later.
1: I was just looking for space, you know, looking for things to fill my empty table with. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I've done, well, (laughs) and then having a podcast, I've had, I've tabled twice at cons Mm. now. And I, the first time I went, I just had like, all I had was stickers. So I just had like a pile of stickers. Did you ever
1: record at your table? I've seen a lot of people do that nowadays.
0: Uh, I had this set up. Uh, la- last time, but I didn't actually do any recording. It was, mo- it was just as a prop. I just because mm. then I was just like, oh, yeah, I can fill yeah. my table with my mic. So, there you go. But no I'm not sure if I'll ever table again. Uh, people aren't interested in talking to a podcaster about comics. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, and then I'm open to actually walking around and doing interviews. Oh yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully that'll that's what I'll do next time. That's cool. Um, I'm hoping to go to C2E2 next month. Yeah, me too. Or this month. Ugh, it's April. It's we were just up talking close. about that. It's in a couple of weeks. Yeah. The my son's birthday is the 29th. It's the week before that, so whatever. Mm. 7 minus 9.
1: Um, 7 minus 9? 23rd. 23rd. Negative 2. <laughs> oh.
0: Math,
1: I don't know. Math. 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 <laughs>
0: anyway, it's, uh, it's that Saturday before the last Saturday of the month. Right, right. Because um, I wanted to go to... What is it? Down in Kansas City. Playing Comic Con. Yeah. But that's my my son's birthday. Oh, right. Uh, and so then, C2E2. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> C2E2. There's a lot more people there that I actually... I didn't realize that I wanted to meet, so... Yeah. Anyway. that's um, huge. Back to my story was that you had a CD. So not, that's how I knew that you had a band of some sort yeah. at some time. at, at one point uh, I did, uh, yes. So back to... Um, the topic at hand, which is that you are a musician.
1: I, I dabble. <laughs> that
0: was like a 10-minute tangent. That so was,
1: That was a good segue. It was an, an amazing segue. Keep people entertained. That's what we're all about here on Indie Comic Ninja. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah.
0: Well, really, I mean, it's just, I'm just trying to get conversations going with creators so yeah. that more creators can be all like, hey, I'm like that creator. I yeah, can that's be right. a creator. We're, we're being welcoming. That's all, that's, that's all it is. Yeah, so. <laughs>
1: um, so yeah, musician, that thing. What do you play? Uh, sometimes it sounds like music.
0: Oh, oh so it's like, it's jazz. <laughs> yeah, sure.
1: Oh, I wish. See, the thing about jazz is it's it's too good. It's modern jazz. To be music that, to some people, it doesn't sound like music. It That's sounds like noise. Action, but but uh, I, I played guitar okay. mostly. I did a little bit of keys, some percussion and drums on some tracks. But before that, I started as a solo singer-songwriter who just had an acoustic guitar and I incorporated some looping pedal into that so oh, no, I kind of like made a, a modern one uh, man band sort of not thing not so
0: much a modern Andrew Bird but just uh, yeah, yeah, a rip off Andrew yeah, Bird yeah pretty much <laughs> that's what we do yeah, <laughs>
1: as, as creators we, we rip off and see what we can see where we can take it
0: yeah, you know, yeah. Just,
1: but yeah the
0: <laughs> I'm sure you were just as good as Andrew
1: Bird Ooh, I don't know I really I don't know <laughs>
0: Anyway, probably, um, probably better. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <No>. usually, <laughs> no. usually, if you're not making music anymore, you were better. It's just people just didn't get it.
1: Yeah, people just they didn't get it. They didn't get it. Um, but yeah, we we actually and then I had a band after that where I incorporated my singer songwriter stuff hmm. with a, a bassist, an electric guitarist, like solo guy, and a drummer.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that that lasted a pretty pretty good while.
2: Nice.
1: We did some mini tours in the area. Went down mm-hmm. to Kansas City for a show once. We went to the Mall of America for a show once. That was oh. pretty wild. But yeah, so I've I've had my fair share of the uh, the band life. It's
0: <laughs> fun. So, I mean, uh, does has music, I guess, just, like, really stuck with you? Yeah. Is it something that you, I mean, obviously you enjoyed mm-hmm. it to some degree, or was it something that you had to slog through because you just wanted to get it done for the comic? Uh,
1: did it for girls, you know? Oh. <laughs> Doesn't anyone? Do, uh, do that's for what for Gene that? Simmons it. did it for. Yeah. <laughs> And he got his goal. He did, yes. Um, but um, mainly I just did it because, I don't know, I, I, comic making was the first big thing in my life. When okay. I was a kid, I made mm-hmm. comics all the time. Nice. Yeah, um, just some fanfic stuff. It was fun. I was the only kid mm-hmm. in the creative writing class drawing <laughs> a comic where Sonic the Hedgehog was racing... Uh, Mario. before it even happened in real life like I that was my Wait, thought beforehand
0: in real life yeah well have you, you know, seen them no. he... <laughs>
1: I mean like in the games nowadays they're like hanging out all the time oh, you know okay. but yeah, uh, like,
0: I was worried there
1: but I would be <laughs> yeah yeah I see all sorts of things not just that
0: oh
1: yeah
0: so anyway um, <laughs> but
1: but yeah back on track here but was...
0: like so I guess what what was it that made you want to do the music with or the uh, sound comic. Right. Was it, um, like a nostalgia for being in the band or was it just like wanting to really fill in that JRPG f- feel?
1: Well, um, like I said, comics was the main thing in my goal. And mm-hmm. my, the main goal in my life was to be a, a comic creator to bring out my story. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't do that because back then in the nineties and the mm-hmm. early two thousands, we didn't have the resources available to do such things like, like, mm-hmm. uh, the computers are amazing these days, you can do anything, yeah. and I have like a drawing tablet that I, I don't even need paper these days, but, mm-hmm. but back then I did have the resources to do music, so okay. that was kind of like my aside, I just did music until technology got better and I could do comics, and, mm-hmm. but ever since then, music has been like a very close passion of mine, I just, I can't give it up for some reason, it just... Yeah sticks with you it's a great way to tell your story so that enough people you know find it relatable
0: yeah well I know with me I was in a band in high school and marching band and Mm -hmm. stuff like that um marching band was not my band in high school I was in a rock (laughs) band Uh, anyway there are
1: some kids who say that marching band is a band they they still get girls too I don't know how that works I don't
0: (laughs) that was not my school um (laughs) But, uh, anyway, and so I, like, to this day, because I haven't been in a band in, uh, I'm gonna say 10, 15 years, Mm. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how old I am, uh, over 10 years, but, um, but, like, to this day, I can't go to, like, a local show, or even, like, a big concert without, like, really feeling, like, this weird nostalgia, and then being mildly depressed, Yeah. (laughs) and it's just like, man, I wish I was in a band still, but, but, like, (laughs) I was never good, and I'm, I don't have the time, so... Comics is kind of more my passion. I suppose. There you go.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> no, I feel you on that. Yeah. Whenever I went to a show, I was like, I need to go home, and I need to keep myself from getting depressed. I need to write music or something. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> and because I, it's a lot of fun being up on stage, and and I think like uh, I've always been good at like lying. Like I'm, I'm a horrible liar, <laughs> unless I know that you know that I'm lying. Yeah. And then you're acting. Mm, is all that is. I and agree. So like. It, it, uh, that was my second you're like major. like a team liar. Yeah, yeah. It was my second major in college. It, was, lying. Yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> was lying. Yeah. Actually, was lying. Yeah. Uh, after accounting, <laughs> which made lots of sense. Um, yeah, there but, are, there uh, are
1: professions for those to put together. <laughs> I think they're called bankers. I
0: was going to say politicians. Politicians. There yeah, you go. I tried banking, um, like I said earlier. Oh, yeah. Not know that, 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 uh, well, you That's can't really fun. lie when you're a, a teller. You have to be, you have to be a, a better Oh, banker. right. I see. Um, <laughs> but yeah so anyway I, I i know for me i guess like there's a bit of a like a, a an overlay mm-hmm. Uh, whatever, it yeah, maybe yeah. bridges that gap a little bit getting into the comics and telling stories which mm-hmm. I've never had like a published comic in any way in any fashion. I did have like my story on 505 Comics for a little while oh, like, as a written thing. It's not there now. Um I can tell you about it later. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but like get, just getting like, like that little bit of feedback that I got then and even mm. just now like when I do tell people about my story like it, It's like you're on like your own little mini stage, I suppose, and it kind of has a similar vibe and feeling. And so, I think maybe then, what getting back and focus on you, um, I was wondering, (laughs) you know, maybe having the comic, having the web because this comic is a web comic, yeah, just in case we didn't say that yet, (laughs) yeah, I think we did okay, um, so. Having that webcomic and going to cons, like you're kind of create. You've built a bit of a platform yeah. uh, for yourself, and so you're, you're, I'm, I'm sure you get some feedback. I at least retweet your stuff sometimes. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> uh, appreciate that, by the way. Uh, awesome. You do the same for me, so. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. I mean, I guess I was wondering if that really kind of mm-hmm. uh, reminded you of the feeling of being in a band. Or, yeah, totally.
1: But, I mean, the the whole world is stage. That, that's an yeah. old. Saying that still rings true no matter what profession you do. People are mm-hmm. watching. That's a thing. Like with this Kickstarter, for sure. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> you did a good job with the Kickstarter, by well, the way. Thank you. I mean, <laughs> it was
1: so much work that I didn't realize that people are watching that. Like people yeah. are paying attention. So with that tr- transition from music to comics. The stage is there, definitely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The page it rhymes, stage page, oh, pretty much the same thing. There you go. It's a stage page. It's a stage page. So when, <laughs> so when you write your story, you're, you're sharing your song. You mm-hmm, know, it mm-hmm, feels it feels mm-hmm. very similar, but oh. you're just giving the audience a little more to go on. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Did you write uh, music? Yeah. Like original, like lyrics and stuff. Uh huh. Nice. I did. Yeah. So I, guess, I, I mean, still I... do actually. Oh. For oh. the comic. <laughs> Are there lyrics? To... Uh
1: yeah. Uh, I haven't really revealed this but there's going to be I, exclusive I, yeah this is yeah, an here and it's here with indie comic ninja with the last track or so i think we're planning kind of you know how when you watch an anime mm-hmm. or you you play a jRPG there's that last song that has a little a little yeah, bit of yeah, lyrics yeah. we're going to do that mm. yeah i i don't know if it'll be my voice or some more heavenly lady voice cuz I don't know if my voice would fit with Dreamer's Echo very well. <laughs> I'm more I was more of like a rocker like yourself, you know, yeah, back yeah, yeah, then. Yeah.
0: So. You could be like a good voice for like one of the bigger characters. Yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> but I don't know why he'd be singing. <laughs> <laughs> you do maybe like a bit of a Shatner, like just spoken word song. Ooh. That's an idea. Yeah.
1: Well, we do have <laughs> something like that. Oh, okay. With a little bit of spoken word, but it's I don't think it's gonna be in this song.
2: Okay. Um
1: but this song is going to be like the ending credits mm. after an anime, after a JRPG with lyrics. Okay. So we're going to have a little bit of that in there too.
2: So. Cool, cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, sorry. Um, nice. Yeah. Well, I was trying to think uh, before getting really into the Kickstarter type mm-hmm. stuff, if there was anything else I wanted to ask you about. Um, oh yeah, you brought up, I guess, doing fan fiction um, as a kid mm, yeah. um so then like were you I, I assume you were you must have been reading comics oh, totally. in order to actually know what a comic is yeah uh <laughs> so then like what what are the comics that you grew up on mm-hmm. um this is basically me trying to really get gauge your age mm. <laughs> yeah yeah that's a good question actually. <laughs> um you need to learn it, a lot from what they read as a kid yeah because yeah, i know for me like i didn't read a ton of comics as a kid I'll let you think about it while I talk. Okay. Um, But I read Aladdin. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I had like this three... I think it was like three issues. Of, it was basically just the second. It was Aladdin two. I remember that. Yeah, and it uh, came yeah. in a bundle. Uh-huh. I mean, there were three separate issues, but they're like in this like the, plastic. The plastic, yeah. Thing. Yeah. And I think like they still do. That, I got them actually. at Walmart. Like, they do.
1: Yeah, they still bundle comics Why? in plastic at Walmart. I, I don't know. Nobody buys them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm gonna be going buying some comics at Walmart yeah. just see what I can get. There you go. Because I got um I got that and then I got X Men twenty ninety nine. Oh. Um,
1: I still have issues of that. Just yeah.
0: So I, I I did not like it. Because I bought it okay, I was a little kid. Well, yeah. And I was just like, Oh, X Men mm-hmm. I get it, I'm like, Where's Wolverine? But like, yeah. where's Professor X? But it's not X Men at the it's same like, time. It's like this is it's an like, X Men. Yeah. And, and it was just like these concepts that like this nine year old Dexter just did not get. You know? It was just like, I think a dance club? I think like I think like that first issue they're in like a nightclub or something. I think so, yeah. And then like somebody dies, I'm uh-huh. just like why did I invest this three pages on this character when he's just gonna die? This is so dumb. <laughs> that's, um, that's traumatic. That's, that's it was a little traumatic. For a child, yeah. Yeah, and then I oh, and then I had the clone series, or the well, the one where Ben, the clone, um, ben Reilly. The Spider-Man, yeah. clone, Ben Riley dies. Uh, there's like a short series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember that too. I think the Hobgoblin or Green Goblin uh-huh. calls him. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And he just turns to dust. Yeah. I didn't like that series. The visuals either. back then in the
1: <clears throat> 80s and 90s for comics were, were mm-hmm. just so so much more dark than what you see these days in comics. I, I thought. You think so? What, well, when I was a kid, I don't if you're ready for me to answer this question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, go. Let's do it. Let's, that was all I had. Let's jump right in. So, um, what,
0: what were the comics you read as a kid?
1: When I, when I was a kid, I read something that today, if you were to read today, it's completely different. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the 80s and 90s was just like, the ori-
0: like the original <laughs> indie comic, really. yeah, it's all black and <clears> white throat> and throat>
1: blood and guts everywhere. That's what I've heard. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and I heard that they had a really, or like the two creators, which I can never remember, like Kevin Eastman and the yeah. other guy. Um, but like they were really upset with when it got turned into a, co- a cartoon because yeah. they had to like really clean it up. And the plan really got turned out. into robots. Yeah, and, yeah. There's yeah.
1: so much they changed that. But when I was a kid, that was just hmm. the first thing. I, I went to this run down little book used bookstore in the mall and found some of those. And those were my first comics that and Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I, I said, I mean, I don't
0: think I realized they had Sonic comics back then. Yeah.
1: And I don't know if it's still going on. I think it is. But Sonic. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, I think it's, Archie. I, it's IDW. Oh, is it Archie? Yeah. I
1: think, I think Archie still owns it, but, but yeah, yeah. I, I loved it. It was like my big, my big ones were the Sonic and Ninja Turtles. But I, sometimes I dived into the, uh, The Star Wars stuff, but that was...
0: Oh, that's back when Marvel still had it, too.
1: Yeah, I think so. Before Dark
0: Horse had it. Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: And then I did some of the Dark Horse, too, growing up. Oh,
0: yeah, it is, Archie. Oh, cool. Good call. Nice.
1: (laughs) I should know I made fanfics, basically. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog, I think, was a really big one for me, just because I was a kid and it was a game I loved. Was
0: it anything like the game?
1: No. (laughs) It was more like the TV cartoon. Do you remember that? Yeah. They had a cartoon, uh, Saturday morning.
0: Uh, What was that? I just saw the theme, like, the intro, like, last week.
1: The Blue Streak speed yeah. by Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. That one?
0: Yeah. Uh, well, and the reason why I watched <laughs> it was there's, I don't know, I forget who it is. Um... Some YouTube channel. They make uh, scientifically accurate versions of things. Oh, yes. Yes, I remember that. It's basically, like... Apparently, like, hedgehogs like to find poop and just (laughs) smear on themselves. And the scientists don't know why. (laughs) Maybe it's a self-defense thing. And if Tails was real, he would just eat Sonic. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah. And, yeah. Those are always fun.
1: Mm -hmm. Learning the the real truths behind all the stories.
0: But, well... But, anyway, that, that video, though, was... To the tune of the Sonic intro song. Yeah. Which Mm. is, anyway, whatever. So, yeah, you read. I don't know if I've ever actually met anyone who has, who legitimately watched uh, or read um, the Ninja Turtles comics. Because I knew, I mean, I've always. Huh. No, when it was a comp. Maybe not always. I actually just found out. Well, I was a kid. Not I don't long. remember
1: most of it. Just the blood stuck out. It was very violent.
0: Yeah. <laughs> was the blood colored? or? I,
1: that I don't remember, actually. I just remember it being everywhere.
0: It was black and white, yeah. Yeah. I remember... I read about how they got started, which is really interesting, because they... Uh, Like, it was completely, like, underground indie comic, apparently. Mm -hmm. Like, and they, like, went to Kinko's and made copies. And it's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just, like, the way that they did it, you could never do that these days. Mm. I don't don't feel like you could. Maybe. You have to be really lucky. Social
1: media has just kind of overexposed everything, so it's kind of hard to get a start like that. But it was good timing on their part, for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. But just Sonic and Ninja Turtles? I guess then.
1: I'm trying to think if there's anything... Well, yeah.
0: The, the next question then is what do you read now? Or are you still reading... Because I don't... It seems like a lot of creators don't read a lot yeah. of comics.
1: I tried. Yeah. Uh, I mean, um, one of the other big ones that stuck with me, I just thought of this right now, was mm-hmm. uh, Superman and Batman. And I watched yeah? like like any other normal kid and, and X-Men, like yourself. The cartoons? Um, the cartoons and the comics. Oh, okay. And okay. definitely the, cartoon, the X-Men cartoon was oh, amazing.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have the entire DVD set. It's so good. Yeah.
1: But, um... Yeah, I I read a lot of the... My first Batman comic was the Nightfall where he gets his back broken. And, oh, well, yeah. And then uh, the other Batman comes in and takes his place. Night while he's, or uh, the... It's Nightwing that
0: takes his place. But, but then, but
1: then after that, there's like a really... Do you remember the big mechanical-looking Batman guy? I think it was Azrael. Oh. Before he becomes Azrael, he becomes Batman for a while. It was, uh, oh. Jean-Paul Valley or something like that. But okay. yeah, that was that was really dark and traumatic for a little kid to read as well. Yeah, I <laughs> remember
0: my brother had that comic, and I was really into it. Yeah, um, it was it was a good comic. It was it
1: was dark, <laughs> but I liked it, and I still kind of read you know some of the DC and Marvel stuff these days. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much anymore, just because I become a creator, and yet, you, you, like you said, you don't have a lot of time making your own universe to pay mm-hmm. attention to so many other universes. So, mm-hmm. but. I still do read a lot of indie ones, like ones that really or alternative publishers besides yeah. the big two. Right. Um, like a few that I really loved in the past few years have been Michael Turner's Soul Fire. That's a huge one I picked up when I was uh, in high school and I, yeah. I just I just stuck with it and it's just a great adventure comic with magic and dragons and, and it's set in the future as well, so it's kind of a genre bender and I love it and it and it came back this year. Which just, is even better. Who so. publishes it? I've never. Afraid. Uh, Aspen, okay. Aspen Comics. They're really they're not as big as. Oh like the, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, but luckily very, you still find them in comic book shops, which is awesome. But
0: kind of looks Dungeons and dragons y
1: Yeah, it, it kind of is. Just kind of set in the future.
0: Some fairy action going. Right.
1: <laughs> it's it's intense. There's a little bit of everything in that. Mm-hmm. So I I paid attention a lot to that as I was growing up, and then when I hit my older years, I started creating or diving more into Dreamer's Echo's creation,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I paid attention to more image comics. Like, uh, my favorite image comic so far has been Monstrous. It's yeah. not it's not terribly popular, but um, it's a great another great adventure comic. Mm-hmm. Um, and, let's see, what else? I know there's another one I've been reading, but I can't remember. That's <laughs> how
0: all my comics are that I read.
1: It just like, kind of turns into a big blur. probably
0: one that I'm reading. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, yeah, I mean... If it's if it's an adventure comic, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I appreciate the the superhero stuff. It's everywhere, yeah. but you kind of get tired of it after a while. Mm-hmm. So I I dive into the more independent uh, adventure comics mostly these days.
0: Cool. Yeah. Um. Sorry, something you said made me think of a question, sure. and then I lost it. So whatever. <laughs> um. So we can I guess talk maybe more about your Kickstarter. All right. Uh, back into that mm-hmm. <laughs> um so yeah uh as, as a kickstarter is want to have you have tears mm-hmm. um uh not sad tears <laughs> not sad. happy you, tears you are funded <laughs> yeah uh, happy tears. definitely happy tears and well I, I thought it was funny that you said that um with this kickstarter you've noticed that people are paying attention uh yeah. to, to your stage and it was funny it's because <laughs> i was uh random like one of my hobbies is, like, when I know th- something's coming, I just randomly check on it constantly. Uh-huh. Uh And I think, like... It's a good hobby to have. Yeah. You know. Yeah, to stay updated. Well, and you said um, that you are going to be posting Dreamers Echo, mm-hmm. like, at the beginning of the last month, I think. And so, like, I was just kind of like looking for it yeah. like a day early for some reason. And, like, and I, I think you must have posted it. A day I early. did. Yeah. yeah. And you were the first backer. Like, immediately. Was <laughs> that just, was awesome. So, I, I like to pride <laughs> myself that I was the first backer on something. And it's something pretty cool. So,
1: I actually took the day off work to post it on yeah. March 1st. But yeah. then I was like, everything's ready the night before. I was like, why not just post it now? And so the next day, I can just worry it. You know, just watch it, see what happens mm-hmm. for, the, for day one, the entire day. Instead of just posting it when I wake up or whatever. So, and then you were there out of nowhere, completely surprised me. Like you teleported <laughs> it in and you just threw my, threw your money at me. I'm like, okay, yes, this is real. This is happening.
0: <laughs> yeah. I should just get one of those shirts with just fry on it with him throwing them. Yeah. The me. Uh, well, it's funny too. Take my money. I don't think it was. Oh no, it was like last, last month though. I just, there's like a bunch of Kickstarters that I Kickstarted yeah. and it's becoming a problem. <laughs> you know, I budget. think they
1: actually plan that because it's like uh, tax season. Yeah, yeah. So, well, like, people have extra money I know it's, a, to I know it's a good
0: time. Uh, and you can get down to statistics of, like, what are better days, to? I think right. Tuesdays and Thursdays. Or it's a good to start on a Thursday and end on a Tuesday. No, start on a Tuesday and end on a Thursday or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that sounds right. Um, I
1: noticed that people definitely give a lot more money around payday. Like you said, yeah. Thursday, like the day before. Well, they but then that's oh. the thing with Kickstarters. You don't need to pay until it's over. So like, yeah, what's but that's the just when money's on the mind. I
0: suppose. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that though. Well, and then like, what you'd think that like leading into Christmas would be a good time. Yeah. But people don't want to back things because right. they're, you're not going to get your thing by Christmas. Mm-hmm. And so then it's better to, to start it right after Christmas when people again just got a bunch of Christmas money. Yeah. Um, just to point. give out some Kickstarter. Yeah, tips this, while this, we're yeah, yeah. It's
1: a Kickstarter panel. This is um, where you go for all the uh, Q and A Kickstarter one.
0: Yeah. Th- oh. This episode is the best source. For <laughs> <Kickstarter>. <laughs> Um, but anyway, yeah, yeah. So you have, uh, I think Tom was like your second guy, wasn't he? Yep. It? Or he was at least one of the first four. He was right after you. I thought I, well, it's because I tweeted about it. Yeah, and he saw And then saw that. he must have seen it because exactly. he and I apparently just are Twitter friends. <laughs> apparently. It sounded weird. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, so at first you had a black and white cover uh, on there and you, mm-hmm. you posted that the color one a couple weeks ago. It looks nice. Oh. <sighs> Did you color it? No. Oh, okay, I was gonna say
1: <laughs> See, I do ev- like like I say uh, usually in these interviews is Dreamer's Echo is a one man gig. <laughs> except for coloring. I I cannot do it. It's just mm-hmm. I don't have the patience for it and I don't have the hand. Like the the coloring you need to know where I don't know. It's just do you I, would, I can't. Would you say you have,
0: like, the eye for it at all? Or? I have the eye
1: for it, but not okay. the hand. It's okay. weird. Yeah. I, I can picture it, and then I'll, I'll tell someone, hey, here's, here's some money. Can you color it for me?
0: <laughs> Just draw the numbers in. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty much how it went. Um, I guess, I mean, that, that reminds me, I guess, of a, of a different question than mm-hmm. we can really get into the Kickstarter. Yeah, sure. Um sure. But, but it's on the top of coloring. What is, I guess, your whole background? I mean... Like, did you go to college for, like, any sort of design or anything um, like that? Or... Kind of, yeah. I took okay. a few
1: college classes um, relating to the arts and all that, and mm-hmm. a few graphic design classes. Okay. So I've got, you know, I've dipped okay, my toes there. in a little bit. Okay. But, <laughs> but it's
0: not like... I mean, I guess you've been making... But it's not comics. like a major. Yeah. But you've been making comics, I guess, ever since you were a kid. Yeah. So, like, there's... That sort of, there's more, like, the real-life background, mm. I suppose, but... Uh, wait, I mean... And that just made me curious about the whole, like, the coloring thing. Since Mm. it's not something that you, like, it's something that you've learned as you've gone, I guess there are just, like, certain aspects of it you just don't have to focus on because you don't either don't want to or you don't have to. And that's fine. Because, and totally. You you make a nice comic anyway. It doesn't (laughs) matter. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I I figured since I'm not going to be able to find the time or energy Mm -hmm. or mind or hand Mm -hmm. to make the colors, I might, might as well make it some sort of, you know, have it some, or sorry, make it have. Some sort of depth to it, so I, I took that little bit of time I could get that I would spend wasting on terrible coloring <laughs> and I applied it towards shading, so okay. I just kind of gave it like mm-hmm. a 3D feel shading wise. And yeah, that's one thing I did with pretty much all comics growing up was yeah. do the shading and not the coloring, so mm-hmm. so that stuck with me.
0: Well, and generally, too, I, I noticed that you're you use a lot of um, like with so you know what i'm looking at i'll mm-hmm. adjust my computer for the people listening <laughs> so uh, they can see it too as well. well yeah it's facing <laughs> the microphone so yeah. you should be able to see it but just like on these covers that on your website you have very ornate detail are these photos or no it's like did... a,
1: a frame that's yeah did
0: you but is that a picture or something or did you do did you it's
1: actually like seven different frames that i picked and choose little parts of okay. to to put together to make my own look like a unique yeah. sort of thing,
0: yeah, and which I, I mean, this is the cover; it's not the comic itself, right, But yeah. it, it, So you're very good at like getting layering, yeah, yeah, uh, just things a bunch of to layers. kind of get like a really nice feel and look to it, and it's mm-hmm. kind of getting into that steampunk exactly uh, yeah. feel, which the comic itself is just has a huge steampunk feel in general. Yeah. Oh, there is it is.
1: So, you can use the arrows on your uh, I was wondering how to too. turn
0: the page, but yeah, uh, I was trying to look at a real page, <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, yeah, you do a good job of shading and, and giving depth, and and uh, really, I guess, to get back into just talking about the comic in general mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and just away from that Kickstarter that we were starting to talk about, you we're bouncing it, back and forth, it's cool. <laughs> uh, like a, a big feel of the comic is very anime, I guess, feel, yeah, I mean, which. Maybe comes natural from being based on JRPGs, mm. um, and so you kind of go in and out of different styles. That I've noticed, I'm not I've not been that big into anime myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was one of those kids who just watched Dragon Ball Z and was happy with it. It's um, a good one. Yeah, satisfies. I just well, and just last <laughs> this last week, I uh, our weekend. Oh, it's a Monday.
1: Did you see Dragon Ball Super? The new stuff.
0: <clears throat> no, right? I haven't. No, I but uh, I had a friend. Uh, my friend Matt had me over to his house, and we watched uh, *Fooly Cooly*. Ooh, that's like I've never seen it. I didn't even know it was how and old you, it was. And you
1: love music too; you were a musician. That's a big music anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. great. It
0: was a very, but it was just kind of funny because like we were watching. I'm like, so it just kind of goes in and out of different styles. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's wild. <laughs>
0: like that's just how anime works <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, which I mean, you kind of do because like mm. the page we're looking at here, like some the guys had. I don't know
1: who this character. Yeah, is. It's a, um, Falco. His face is kind of juxtaposed the onto the moon,
0: and his hands so, are just kind of floating. Um, yeah, so, so
1: it's kind of like a like a hallucination. Like she's mm-hmm. this character, Roz, is kind of angry in the scene, and she's seeing mm-hmm. her anger is kind of reflecting on little visions that she's seeing in the in the sky, and it's it's totally just because she's pissed off at these guys. And mm-hmm. when you're pissed off at someone, you know, you see their face everywhere, and you're just like, you want to punch it. <laughs> but in yeah. this, like you said, the styles they jump around a lot, especially I've noticed with comedic scenes, like mm-hmm. this one right here. This is uh, page one of chapter two, <laughs> You've I You've
0: noticed with your own with your own styles? Yeah, and, and all anime in general. <laughs> oh, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's like comedic styles really differ from the serious stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, more. which I think lends well to it being, like, then you, I guess you know it's a comedy yeah. scene, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Makes it a little easier to understand. Yeah, which
0: I think maybe just, I mean, even your comic kind of being the first real, like, anime comic I've, or... Uh, Manga style comic mm. I've ever read. Um which I don't even know if it's manga style. It's kind of it's like kind in of, between. You're taking, you know? yeah. I guess that's. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was getting into. Like, you're taking a lot of uh, tips from both manga. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Okay. You got it. Uh, <laughs> uh, from both, yeah, manga and the more traditional American comic books, which is fun and neat, and and I, then tying that back into the Kickstarter. Um, When you're printing it now, it's kind of it's not it's not the size of either of those comics. It's more of an in-between size. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's a six by nine, which is like the uh, the manga ones are five by eight, I think. Six by eight. Yeah. So it's like really small, like handheld thing you can just throw in your bag. But Mm -hmm. the comics are like six and a half by ten. They're a little bigger. Yeah. So we we just went kind of with a happy medium.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that. I mean, it sounds like. I mean, from what I'm envisioning. That's a pretty good size. Yeah. I mean, it's still bigger than a normal book, mm-hmm. but. And
1: I hope it'll. It kind of makes it stand out a little bit more from the, the typical ma- manga and comic and even magazine, so it's right, a little different. Right.
0: How thick is it going to be? Uh, I would say half half an inch, maybe? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's
1: going to have a good deal of uh, I mean, that, extra content in the it's back. It's
0: still a pretty serious graphic novel, yeah. and really. How many pages? At least, I think it's like
1: 108.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess if you are interested uh, in this Kickstarter, head over to. Actually, um, I'll I'll do a forward link because Kickstarter doesn't give you like a pretty looking. Uh, uh, URL. Actually,
1: I thought that for the longest time until last week. If you go down to share, oh, and then go to embed, mm-hmm. and then there's the pretty link on the bottom. As soon as you can move Through that, I don't know what. There we go. Uh, there it is. Oh, yeah.
0: That's not too pretty, though. I
1: know it's not a. It's like one of those Bitly or Google yeah. shorteners. Yeah. But it's it's as pretty as it gets, I yeah. guess. <laughs> well, so okay,
0: yeah, I mean, you can either then head over to Kickstarter and and search for it. It's Dreamer's Echo, all in one word. Mm-hmm. Um, or just go to indiecomic.ninja slash Dreamer's Echo or Jeff. Yeah, Dreamer's Echo. Cool. Um, so, I'll do that. I need to set that up, but um, <clears throat> it'll be there when this is out. So, nice. Uh, hopefully, make it a little easier for people to be able to find your Kickstarter hopefully um, but yeah so I guess if you head over to the Kickstarter you can find out that it's already funded so that's nice yes um, so if, big load off my it's back it's nice <laughs> for you I mean just in general but even I guess as a backer um, if you back now you know you'll get it it's not like a yeah it's a guaranteed sad, a sad depressing thing right um, if it doesn't fund
1: and that um, was always a thought that was looming over my head like for the longest time we were just stuck at like 150 bucks yeah <laughs> the first two weeks then out of nowhere bam 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 we got these big contributors came out of nowhere and surprised mm-hmm. me and I
0: was like okay it's
1: a reality we can we can actually do this <laughs> yeah.
0: well and then like uh, I feel like right at the end too when it actually hit fully funded like it kind of, that kind of happened again like it was just like suddenly like yeah. it kind of seemed like okay like this seems doable it'll probably be another week or so uh-huh. I mean cuz I think at that time you still had 3 weeks left yep. maybe yeah, exactly. And it was just like, yeah, three weeks. Like that, that's a comfortable amount of money to raise in three weeks. I uh-huh. think I think it. I think it'll happen. And and then all of a sudden, like the next day, I see you're like tweeting, like, <laughs> we did it, we did it. I know. <laughs> it was like
1: exactly three weeks, like you said. Yeah. And I was just stuck on that halfway point. I was like, come on, guys, we can do it. I drew a picture of, one of my characters doing the Rosie the Riveter, yeah. we can do it thing. And uh, like, those are cool too. I like.
0: That well, thing. thank
1: you. I mean, <laughs> I was trying to get those people. You know, it's a call to action sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. And and then out of nowhere. Well, before that, I was I was gritting it all out, playing it all out with an Excel sheet. I put mm-hmm. a lot of work into this <laughs> Excel sheet, saying, like, if we make as much as we made in that past three or so weeks, in this next three or so weeks, we can do it. Yeah. It's just a little bit like a, if one person gave $30 a day, we, I planned it out like, yeah. exactly day by day. And then <laughs> the next day, it hit the goal, and I was like,
0: all that work for nothing, yeah. but it's all right. <laughs> you, had a, you made a funny video, too, about it. Because you're all like, I was going to make this video. Yeah. It was all ready to go. Yep. Like We're halfway, but now we're halfway and halfway and halfway. halfway. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. Uh, and so that was funny. I'm glad that these guys, or, you know, whoever all these backers were, um, were able to surprise you like that. That's yeah, really awesome.
1: That, seriously, guys, a, a huge thank you out to, if you've backed it so far, you guys are my heroes.
0: <laughs> oh, it's only 25 people. Oh. 25 people can raise $1,200. I didn't know that.
1: Anything's possible. (laughs) I'm just fearing for Volume (laughs) 2. Can they do it again? Yeah, well... Well, we've got this experience, and... If you're a good writer... Yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, I'm a so-so writer. Yeah, yeah. People people seem to like it. Yeah, I like it. It's good. I mean, that's
0: why I was so excited and was the first backer. Um, Yeah, dude. But yeah, so you have a a bunch of tiers here. I mean, you can Uh even go for just the dollar and get... Uh, Get your a, name a in the good, book. A good old thank you. Oh, the yeah. name is in the book. Okay, well, totally. That's so good. It doesn't say that. It's
1: like a or is that special thanks. That's what credit. special thanks. Yeah, yeah, so you have your own section. I've I've made the special thanks credits out, so each tier gets their own section. Yeah. And the more you give, so the people, prettier your name will look.
0: So people know how much I gave. <laughs> <think. laughs> yeah. Oh.
1: No, we'll, we'll we'll use discretion. It'll be uh, cool. Okay, good. Um, but it's yeah, an we're still embarrassingly
0: large amount of money.
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> so we're still looking for like the the lowest tier so if you're willing to throw even just a dollar mm-hmm. on the kickstarter you'll get your name in the book which is kind of awesome like i would do yeah. that that's that's pretty sweet
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so um and then the di- there's a digital tier mm-hmm. 25 what does 25 get you is it, like it's the the
1: physical one. and uh the digital with the thank you note uh,
0: cool yeah. But yeah, so then, yeah, it goes up to $50. You get you, like, some posters and bookmarks and stickers. Mm,
1: some goodie, merch. Stickers. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, all the way up to $75. You get more books, basically. $100. Mm. A lot. Basically, two of everything.
1: Yeah, that's the... You know, if you're with a friend and you want to go in with a friend, that's that's the plan right there. Ah, okay. And then you get a few extra goodies there. And is there
0: one where you take me out to eat?
1: There is, actually. Oh, wait, The, top, the top tier with <laughs> one of the... Um, it's... It's under YouTube Collaboration or Skype Session. Oh, okay. And in the Kickstarter surveys we're going to send out once it's over, it's going to say, if you're in my town, because a lot of the backers are in my town, in my Ooh, wow. area.
0: You actually in, you only have two yeah, left. Out we're of running mine. out
1: of those guys, hey. so <laughs> get on that. But if you wanted, we could find an alternative thing because a lot of people don't have Skype or they don't want to be on YouTube so I want to just you know open the options out for everyone so what
0: it, what would that YouTube collaboration Skype session be I guess just whatever I want it to be yeah pretty. like I nice. could just interview you again You,
1: if you want it yeah we could do like a before and after sort <laughs> of thing it's, it's okay. <laughs> but like <laughs> yeah you're getting all the infor- information now so yeah 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 i um, to
0: milk this a little
1: bit no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I've had some people actually throw some ideas like of uh, skits Oh, okay. That they could do with, cool. um, or they could just script something out for me to read for them on a video. Like, you know, like pretty much anything you guys want, as long as it's not an age restricted sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to keep this family friendly, people.
0: Good, good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess uh, I'm trying to think. We're hitting the 55 minute mark oh, in snap. a couple seconds here. So, uh, yeah, so I guess we talked about the Kickstarter, it's a sound comic. Mm-hmm. Um, we've hit the goal so yeah back it now feels good yeah um, is there anything else that you'd like to, to talk about um, um talk about comics yeah which is good
1: yeah. kickstarting <laughs> comics
0: yes I mean I guess maybe something to really wrap this up with is you've been doing this at least actively this comic doing it as a web comic mm-hmm. for a lot for, since 2015 about. yeah uh, yeah pretty I mean, much yeah. November when I met you so I don't know how much you had out at
1: that point yeah that was just the big chapter zero which is the biggest chapter Mm -hmm. but yeah that since november december of 2015 to now it's like been a year and a half
0: pretty much okay and you've had you have a successful kickstarter you have a hundred some pages of comic Mm -hmm. like do you have i guess what's one thing that you would have done differently
1: oh that's a good question um,
0: I guess moving forward, what will you do differently? <laughs> what will I do
1: differently? Um, well, working on the comic for this long, it's been like 90% work and then like 10% like reaction mm-hmm. from people. And I've learned that with a Kickstarter, a lot of that 10% reaction comes in that month or so that you're kickstarting mm-hmm. because uh, in that year of building the comic up, it, I was in suspense a lot of the time because you don't have a lot of um, affirmation yeah, to make yeah. sure like are people are people actually going to fund this once it's ready? You know, yeah, <laughs> a lot of people weren't saying anything, but you and you and like Tom and other people were, and you guys were tre- retweeting my stuff, and that was like that was really cool. It was keeping me going. Mm-hmm. You guys, uh, you guys were my my strength. Good, good. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like. Working on the Kickstarter for that ninety percent of the work and I mean working on the comic for that ninety percent of my strength and blood sweat and tears as they say
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then coming to the Kickstarter was a really big um, really big test, true test of my skill and my presence and just about everything that a comic
2: mm-hmm.
1: maker can you know put it all on the line for, yeah so. That transition from the 90% work and the 10% reaction mm-hmm. completely flipped. Okay. Because when you start a Kickstarter, it's like you can take a, a step back from making the comic if you need, just to focus all your energy onto promoting and, and marketing, getting the word out, and just making mm-hmm. sure you can have the backers and find backers. And I, I can't even count how many times I've just printed, printed flyers and just thrown them at people. <laughs> but it worked. I've got yeah. a few of them to nice, contribute. Nice but um so when that 10% flipped and became 90 percent reaction mm-hmm. and 10% work it was like wow this is this is what we do it for mm-hmm. you know this is what comicking is all about people reacting to your story right and your your ideas and putting them together into physical merchandise that you can give to them so my thing i would do differently taking from that is to make sure that there's more of a well actually, I don't know if I would do it differently because it's already happening
2: mm-hmm.
1: The reaction phase is dipping more into that ninety percent work, so it's like integrating itself mm-hmm. so it's kind of like a hundred percent hundred percent as long as it's weaved together if that mm, makes sense kinda. or fifty fifty um so it feels like as long as I can market myself out there and and get the word out and, and let them know that, you know, it's a physical book this time. Mm-hmm. Like I'll have a con table right. where I can actually sell something worth a while. I would just make it easier for them, I guess you could say. I don't know. Mm. It's it's a hard, <laughs> hard uh, transition from that whole uh ninety ten sort of thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that.
1: So it feels, it feels better this time. I'm feeling more confident. I've learned a lot with this Kickstarter experience and it feels like Volume two, once the kick starts, and I wanna I'm gonna say next year or the year after or mid year next year, nice. um, if all goes well with that work side, right, right, right. <laughs> because volume two is gonna be a lot bigger. Just ah. just a little, just throwing that out there. Um, but yeah, the thing is, we'll have a lot of that the exposure already there, so it <laughs> feels like I have built finally built that foundation where yeah. this comic can just be sent out to people and and the fans will have something that they can hold and mm-hmm, react mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. and hopefully the music they'll, they'll react to as well so yeah um my big goal with volume two is to also have a soundtrack for for pretty much every volume
0: oh, nice, that's nice. one of
1: the big goals so
0: yeah be interesting yeah. to see how that advances i guess if it changes at all yeah like just the way that you make the music or if mm-hmm. it's gonna be different anyway that's
1: interesting and speaking from experience the when I was a musician, definitely every every album you release after another, it's just it only gets better. Right, right. As long as you have the, a clean mindset within, you're open to new ideas, and you don't get stuck in that rut like yeah. some bands do and some musicians do. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, that's that's pretty much what we're gonna do with the comic too. Nice, just nice. just keep evolving.
0: Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Do you have an end, I guess, to the comic?
1: Yes, there is an end to the story, but not. Or, an end to the book. Right. There is an end to the book, but not to the story.
0: Good. So, no, so yeah. it's not going to end with everyone dying, essentially. Oh, yeah. wait, well, you
1: gave away this ending. <laughs> no, no. Wait, that
0: doesn't make sense.
1: <laughs> everyone already died. You already saw it.
2: Yeah.
1: Tip of the iceberg, wow. chapter zero. Boom. Yeah. We're all dead. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but, yeah. It's um, interesting. There, <laughs> right? <laughs> there is an end to the story okay. that closes everything up to give the reader, like, a, you know, that good feeling, like, wow, mm-hmm. I. I read rode through that whole adventure and saw it to the end and yeah, it's a good ending. It feels great. It do, you feels know,
0: do you know how many volumes it's going to end up being or
1: The target is about I'm, not, I'm between 7 or 8 volumes. Oh, dang! Long. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so
0: are you trying to we'll see. Hit, Are you trying to hit like one every couple of years now or
1: that is the goal? Cuz that's no. going
0: to be a long story.
1: Yes, it's a it's a very long major story arc that happens over the course of about fifty or so chapters, okay. So, it's gonna last a while, but it's yeah, a life. Yeah. It's my life's work. I've been working on it since I was in 7th seventh, seventh or eighth grade, and okay. it's something that, okay. yeah, I, I know from end to end, and then I know beyond okay. that that we're gonna we're gonna see
2: where it goes. Awesome. Yeah, well,
0: that's cool. <laughs> um. I think that's good, because um, we are yeah over an hour now, so I like to always ask people, where can we go to help make you internet famous? Ooh,
1: definitely Dreamer'sEcho.com, if you want to read the comic for free, or the Kickstarter, it's on there, the link on the front page. Oh yeah, of course. And um, also on, for the more social readers, we're on Tapastic as well, so com slash Jeff Falco.
0: Alright. Yeah. Um, and then on Twitter?
1: Yes, yeah, so, uh Twitter is at the Jet Falco, Facebook oh. is just Jet Falco. Is there
0: like a Jet Falco?
1: I think there is now. <laughs> there wasn't when I started, but there is now, and they came out of nowhere, and it's it's weird. I don't hmm. I don't know what's going on.
0: <laughs> It'd be funny if it was me. It's not.
1: <laughs> People are stealing my identity.
0: Yeah, you should watch out. Uh...
1: Yeah. No, seriously. The, the day I launched the Kickstarter, yeah, my Instagram got hacked.
0: Oh, seriously? Yeah. I was like, oh, how does that yeah. happen? <laughs> uh... So do you have an Instagram? I do. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just Jeff Falco. Okay, yeah. okay. And well, then on Facebook, you have a Jeff Falco page. Yes. It's kind of like your artist page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was the Indie Comic Ninja interview with Jet Falco from a n- couple of years ago. Don't forget to go check him out uh, on Twitter at the Jet Falco, Instagram Jet Falco. He's got that Facebook page and YouTube links in the show notes. Uh, and uh, yeah, go check out his stuff. That's a web comic, so you should be able to read it there. Um, and if you want to support him, he's got that Patreon, um, and you can always buy the print versions of the comic, which I wholeheartedly endorse because I love paper comics personally but you know you do you whatever it is and don't forget to check out indie comic ninja all over the internet as indie comic ninja and as always theme music by musicformakers.com where you can get royalty-free music for podcasts videos and more check them out at indie no that's me musicformakers.com check us out at Ninja. thank you guys see you next time